Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yo. Hi. Look at this crew. Mm. This is. Uh, wow. This is Toxic and Problematic, our weekly podcast about just about anything. Sometimes we interview people. Sometimes we just talk about our lives. But today we got a special guest, an old friend who, you know, used to be in that very chair where he's sitting right now. He used to be in it every day. Dipping his nuts and coffee. Dipping his nuts and coffee. (laughs) Nick Wright is on the show. a long time ago. Hi, guys. How are you? Good to see you. It's good to see you. He brought us barbecue. Yeah. I did. Uh, I remember when Nick got his job. I probably shouldn't say this. We could delete it later. When Nick got his job and his big job and he was like, hey, man. You guys can talk about me whatever you want, but just don't bring up that nuts in the coffee thing. I just yeah. think, I was like, man, you still remember that. Yeah. Well, you know what? At this point, I feel like I've had the job long, long enough, enough that, yes, that this can come out. It, yeah, I think you're yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's all wacky radio stunts. <laughs> you know, like, what are you going to do? Uh, right. So, I, yeah, I'm back in town. Uh, the other day was me and my wife's 10-year anniversary. Happy I saw anniversary. it on... Uh, so, Congrats. Uh, yeah, on social media. Yeah, boy, that was a good 10-minute speech, man. It was four and a half minutes. Oh, I forgot minutes. about the speech. My God. What do you mean? I was what like, you yeah, you love her. Yeah. I get it. If she was good for that you, it is speech. good for you. Like, my God. I'm, okay. So. <laughs> like you're fucking can, giving Can we stick that speech at the end funeral. of the podcast? Can, no. no uh, <laughs> well, I guess you could. It's on my Instagram. My uh, God. Do you? So you guys can make fun of me. I don't care. So, the, yes, it was our. T- so we came back to Kansas City, which is where we met. We went to dinner where I proposed. We sat oh, at the same that? table. Paropos. Okay, nice. Uh, so we did that, and then we, you know, we've been spending time in the city, and I wanted to come see you guys. Yeah, because mm-hmm. when did you move? When did you go to Houston? What year? I moved in the summer of 2012. Okay, 2012. So it was 11 years Then I recall you ago. came back one time because we went and got chicken, and I, you just had your daughter. Well, within the last couple of years. So I came back. Twice, I hadn't been back at all until the year the Royals lost the World Series. Okay, right. So well, you were there. I saw we were there at the, in the at the game together. Yes. Yeah, so I came back twice that year to watch playoff games, not World Series games. Mm-hmm. Um, I came back for Danny Parkins' wedding. That's I was going to say that mm-hmm. was the other one. And yeah. then I came back. Also, I know I came back for some other thing. In the last few years, because I stopped by Slimfast's house late at night, got 
uh, got some weed. Yeah, it was. In, it was when, and then you guys watched the game the next right. night. Oh, the game, oh right? that's right. That's yeah. what it was yeah. when Slimfast couldn't come watch the game with us right. because he had to make pasta carbonara yes, for his brother. Right. Yes. that's what so happened. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so it was <laughs> so embarrassing. So that was January of. That's how you know who's not your friend, ma'am. He wouldn't come. He right, was like, like, "Hey, we're all supposed to get together tonight." He's like, "I can't. I made plans with my brother." Macaroni oh. is like, going to burn. Talk, we can your talk father, about this off the air. We'll be here. We can talk about this off the air. Okay. So that happened, and uh, and then I accidentally stole Slimfast one hitter because my well, wife I figured you'd keep it. My wife, my wife wanted some something to smoke, and so I was like, Slimfast always has weed. So I w- went to his house, hung out with him a little bit. He was truly, it was really like when I walked in, he was playing the character of Slimfast from the radio right. show. Right. He was sitting there alone watching Discovery. And watching or the Probably, uh, yeah, watching remember. true crime, right. we were watching on demand true crime, mm-hmm. and we sat there and hung out for a little bit, and then left. Then I saw you, and then I hadn't been back until the parade. Oh a, right, a few, right, right, few right. Weeks so ago. I, I feel like you know we saw you at the parade, but you couldn't see us. Correct. So when I saw you, you know, when you said you were in town, I was like, oh, that's that's crazy. You know, I did just see him, and I was like, well, I didn't really see him because he didn't see me. Yes, that we, is correct. We saw him, and, and we saw the videos. Yeah, and so and now I'm back, and I mm-hmm. actually think I'll be back in June as well because of Big Slick. Oh the, nice. Oh, you're gonna ch- play that? Yeah, I'm gonna do something with it. I'm not sure what if it's the. They, they don't game. do poker anymore. I don't do they? think they do poker anymore. What? But they don't do poker anymore. I don't think no, that's... I played in it once, and that yeah, was it. you knocked out the guy from Cheers. I did. I that's remember. my claim to fame. Yeah, uh, and, and so... I played right across uh, that's the Sedace, table from Will Ferrell. Sedacus's uncle, oh, right? That's What's amazing. his name? George Wint. Is that who it was? George Wint. Yeah, George Wint. Yeah. Isn't he Sedacus's hey, uncle? Are you? Can I ask you a question? Slim? Yeah. Are you trolling me? How? Oh, sorry. I You've had got the right. TV on yeah. my well, direct competition. Oh, yeah, turned right. on to that. I, I turned on. on you. You've got it on I ESPN. <laughs> I, the stupid I algorithm. It. It, you know, every the, time I watch an FS1 video, it's like you probably want to watch this ESPN right, yeah. video afterwards. Uh, and so I didn't know how else to get you on the TV. No, either. that's fine. I appreciate that. I saw it was on me to begin with, but yeah. then once we started talking, it was on ESPN. Uh, so yeah. So what do you guys want to talk about? I just invited myself in. I wanted to see you guys. I was going to co- go to a Euros baseball game today, but yeah, it got rained canceled out. Canceled because of the rain. Did they cancel the second one, too? Well, Chacho's supposed to play tonight. Oh, that was his game tonight. Yeah, okay. he played at six. So, I, you know, I might be able to see some baseball, which would be fun, but I don't know what you guys want to talk about. What well, we you figured you're probably tired of talking about sports. Yeah. yeah. You get an opportunity to well, talk get about to do it all the time. other things. Yeah, let's do it. I grabbed some just stories that were in the news. Oh, that I thought exciting. You guys headlines? Think, yeah, we yeah, do headlines. Like, you know, headlines, right. wacky stories, yeah. that sort of thing. Let's do it. Um, I do want to ask you one thing, though, about sports, because people have been talking about it. I don't know if you covered it. Um... Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Do you think that uh, it's ownership collusion saying, uh, hey, look, Cleveland, you're a bunch of fucking idiots and gave Deshaun all this money. Nobody do it again. You do it again, I swear to God. So I We're going to out you like we did Snyder. I think there is, without it being that explicit, right. that is definitely happening. Right. I also think that if it were... Uh, Justin Herbert available. Right, so one of the it's going to be were, guaranteed. Th- yes, well, I think one- so too. Like, I mean, obviously, if Mahomes all of a sudden Kansas City said we don't want you, and somehow all the contracts would be eradicated, people would say like, don't give them that guaranteed money. And somebody would be like, somebody would be like, exactly mm-hmm. right. right. So collusion yes, only I, works if everybody agrees correct. to the idea. So I do think there is the league saying 
we can get away with one time everyone saying the Browns don't know what they're doing. That is not the standard. The moment there's a second one, it becomes the standard. But I also think that I think Lamar has hurt himself in this in a lot of ways. I don't think he has. Uh, I, I think him representing himself is hard. I think the fact that stuff about that, his family to represent him is that true? Those rumors that like you know had family members calling teams. Trying well, to- so I mean, it seems to be that somebody was calling teams, and then people were like, it was this guy, uh, some guy I forget the guy's name was calling teams on his behalf, and then Lamar's like, that guy's not calling teams on his behalf. That guy is my business partner who I'm creating a new home gym with. And then Lamar came out and said, you know, I asked for a trade a month ago. But then when they signed Odell, Lamar put on Instagram him and Odell FaceTiming together and then them partying at Live together. And if I'm the Ravens, I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure how serious you are about your trade demand if you're recruiting players to our team. So I, I think Lamar has handled this poorly, to be totally honest. But I think, and I do think he's being somewhat colluded against, but I also think that if he were a more guaranteed player, like if he were, instead of being the ninth best quarterback in football, the fourth best quarterback in football, one of these teams would said, I don't care if everyone's mad at me. Like the team that I really believe after the draft should do it is your Lions. Mm. I think, so the Lions have the sixth pick, the 18th pick. Right. If they, they, with the sixth pick, they're going to be able to get one of the three best defensive players in the whole draft because three quarterbacks are going early. The 18th pick. And they'll go cornerback, but it doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, and they could maybe, listen, if Jalen Carter is the number one player, he'll probably be there. They could take him and probably still get a really good corner at 18. You can go defense, defense in the first round. Although I think maybe, this is just my, I don't think they'll take him. Because of the red flags. Yeah. And I, this is my only thing. We don't have to talk about it, but I think we all know what Mr. Bite Your Knees is building there. We watched Hard Knocks. Yeah. And I think any sort of anyone who could distract from that idea, whether that's worthy or not, sure. I don't I think it'll be like they'll but, be like, look, man, we're building this thing. So I think they take somebody, I think they take Bijan eighteen. Anyway. Oh, oh maybe but, sure. Anyway, you're going. Point anyway. is they can take two awesome players. Right. They could then after the draft Sign Lamar. If the Ravens don't match, you give up two first rounders, but they're the next two years. Which they should be pretty good. You should be really good. And you pro what could you get for golf right now? A second rounder? I think you could golf great last year. A hell of a season, and all of a sudden he's on a good contract because the guaranteed money's been paid out. And would Lamar walk in and instantly be the best quarterback in the NFC? Maybe. Jalen Hurts. Rodgers is gone. Brady is gone. It's Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford. Like, Lamar is... Well, I tell you what he would be, and I don't know if he would be or not. I'm not a huge Lamar Jackson believer, but I am a believer that he would be the best quarterback in their division. By far. By far, so... And I I know... You got maybe the best team, and now you've just bring in... Maybe even if you're like, man, I don't... We know he's better than everybody in our division. Let's just start winning our division. And I also think that the... Lamar, because listen, Lamar obviously has some weaknesses, but I think on turf, yeah, dynamic man, like Vic right. was. Like I do think that if I'm a dome team, the speed of Lamar mm-hmm. would be super exciting. Yep. I to think have. they should do it too. Yeah, like and that, if you took Bijan, I don't think you now you got it. Now you got that real you running got, game, real running game, mm-hmm. and it's like and if it's if the concern with Lamar is. 
He's not going to play till his mid thirties. Who gives a shit? If you're Lions, just, right? Fuck, you've Lions, been waiting like, forever. Right? Just like, can we be awesome? Could we <laughs> win year. the <laughs> NFC North for one year? For, I was going to say for four years. Right, like I could do it one because the Vikings are about to start going backwards. Mm-hmm. The Packers are starting over. Right, and the Bears are. They have all the draft capital, but they are miles yeah. away. Yep. You could be really, really good. So, yep. all right. We anyway, can, sorry, we're now about, move sorry on. to bother you about sports. Yeah. Well. I mean, he is a sports guy, right? I know, and I'd like to talk to him about it. Yeah, yeah. people like to hear it. All right. Uh, Well, I did grab some stories here for you. I know Nick uh, has opinions on these things, but he doesn't always get an opportunity to talk about this stuff because he's got to talk sports. So when we do talk about things non-sports when you're on the air, I feel like you enjoy it. You have fun. So I tried to find stories here that I thought, okay, Mm -hmm. this is stuff where we're all all three of us are going to have strong opinions. The first one takes place in your hometown, Lazo, of Detroit. And we all know, uh, we hear stories about gun violence every day. Every day on this show, it seems like we have to talk about a, a mass shooting or whatever on the air. This might be the most ridiculous reason for a gunfight that I've ever heard. Like, literally, the okay. the most ridiculous. I'm going to play a clip from the local news up there. Sources tell us preliminarily it all started when a group at one of the homes ordered a pizza. It accidentally went to the neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. They apparently ate it. And when the folks that ordered it confronted them about it, yelling turned to gunfire between both groups, as many as 30 rounds fired. <laughs> All victims are stable in the hospital as of Friday afternoon. And they're like 14 years old, two of the victims. Now, they said they are in stable condition. These are teenagers. Yeah. They started shooting. At, I mean, that's a that's a full-on gun battle because of a fight over a pizza. And this is what why I told... What kind of pizza does it say? It didn't if say. If it's Pizza Hut, not worth it. But I mean, if it's Buddy's <laughs> well, Detroit-style pizza, then... Pizza Hut's my that favorite. That so, good. But, but you never had Buddy's, no, man. That's that's what what no, no, that's true. But mm-hmm. the point is, this is a great example of... I. I know some people, I'm not going to name them, but some people in my life who can be a little um, abrasive with people. You know, if someone cuts them in line, they're going to fight them sure. over. And I try and tell them, like, hey, you know, someone might shoot you. So just, you know, is it worth it? You're, we're, we're in line for a hot dog. You know, right. do you really want to argue with this person? Because you have to have the mindset in this country that everyone is armed at all times and that they're waiting to shoot you. So, I believe right. that. So that is, so th- this is one of the weird things, or I guess interesting things about living in New York. So I went from Texas to New York, mm-hmm. and I think people look consider. So you could get an abortion? What? No, that's not why. But I guess it was, you know, <laughs> you it, want it, side benefit? <laughs> sure. Um, there and I live in I live in the city. I live in Harlem, and obviously there are you know you you, you you're aware of your surroundings and you're careful or whatever. Right. But New York's actually one of the safest big cities in the mm-hmm. world, and I am never, ever. Worried about somebody having a gun. Right. Ever. So, like, people say, oh, the gun laws don't work, like, in Chicago or whatever. But that's because that city is on a state line. Right. Right. People bring them in. Right. That has no gun laws whatsoever. It, New York. So, listen. That is such a a dumb argument. It's so, they're like, yeah, look look at Chicago. It's like. And and, and I know where these guns are. Right. And I'm not trying to act like there's not gun violence in New York. There is. But it is not. It is very rarely random gun violence it is usually a deeply entrenched criminal element sure. and it's not just people that might be having the worst day of their lives and making a terrible decision that is compounded by the fact they have a gun now you do have to because of that there is like an odd number of subway slashings you right. know what i mean like be, but it's because people don't carry guns in new york city because just having one is like five years. It's right. like just automatic. It, it's an impossibility. Didn't the Supreme but, Court do something though recently about yes. New York gun laws? So and they repeal th- some of they them. They did, but it doesn't. 
I don't know how, because you're right. It was about a year ago where they were like, the New York City gun laws are unconstitutional. I don't know how long that takes to filter and have an effect. Right. I'm telling you, there that has not been, there has been no effect of that okay. shown it, it, that I've seen. But it's just, I don't, because I, I totally agree with you that in almost any other place that you are, you do have to be like, man, I get, so I'll give one other example. The, we were there, we were in New York. Couple weeks ago, with Danielle's best friend Nicole, who you know, she's the one that was in the picture that you thought was dating the corny white guy, and you were, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, were yeah, beside yeah. I'm yourself. a big fan of hers, right? Yeah, she's great. She lives in Memphis, mm-hmm. and we were we were out late one night in New York, leaving a club, and some guy behind us was getting pushed out by the bouncer, and they started yelling and arguing, and Nicole said, "Man, she's like in Memphis." This is where you have to leave immediately. Right. She was right. like, "This is where they start shooting right. consistently." And I was, we were, you know, hundred yards away, just watching. I was like, "Yeah, man, it's just, it's not even like on the table of." I'm not saying it's impossible, right? But the idea, her point was, in Memphis, there were six people arguing. It was almost a statistical impossibility that one of them didn't have a gun, right? Like, and right. in New York, it was overwhelmingly unlikely that anybody would. But yeah, shooting over pizza. Are you allowed to eat pizza that wasn't that was delivered? I mean, to you we'll ask the, the other question. If the pizza gets delivered to your house, someone knocks on the door, you didn't order pizza, and the pizza guy's like, "Here you go." You're gonna probably take it, right? Yeah. I, I mean, they paid for it up front. I'm assuming most people do now, right? Because they order it online. App. I know. No one what? has cash anymore. What do you do if you get an Amazon delivery that's not for you? I've had it happen. I've had of it happen uh, twice. Well, so one time I thought I, I get so many was. Amazon deliveries. So it does. Ha- it happens, but I open them. Yeah. Because I just get so many delivered to my house. I open them. Well, I'm like, yeah, you don't look like, at it. I don't look at the name. Fucking bath mat. So right. Then I looked at it. I'm like, my neighbor. I, I brought a box over to them the other day. I'm like, sorry, I opened it. I didn't So look I at feel it. like with Amazon. So I, if I get something delivered to me and it's not Amazon, whether I open it by accident or not, I will go then deliver it to the person. If it's Amazon, because I know... Their policy essentially is if you say it didn't get delivered, they will just send you right. another one. Right. right. I might keep it. Yeah. If it's something I wanted or right. needed, like if it's a if it's a different company, it's like, man, you might just be screwed. Right. So I'll go give it to you. But if it's Amazon, I'm like, man, this is the cost of doing business for them. Yep. Right. And and, and if it's something like an Xbox, a PlayStation, electronics, I'm definitely keeping well, that. I'm gonna lay low a little bit, put it under the couch, right. maybe. I don't know exactly put what happens, but so, but I'm keeping that for sure. So I thought about this. So the the Breitling watch that Dan Patrick sent me that I told you yeah, guys yeah. that mm-hmm. story about, that was just dropped Yeah, that on my balcony. I did not sign for it. And right. I came out like hours later, saw something there, opened it, whatever. Yeah. And I obviously didn't do this, but I thought about it. I'm like, you say you man, never got it. I, and I, I feel like the delivery guy's made a mistake there. This has to be an item you have to sign for. I think for. so. I, it's $12,000 just sitting. Right. There's no gate. There is no... It's just on a stoop in New York City. Right. And I really felt like I could... Like, again, it would be complicated because if someone else sent it to me or whatever. But if I had ordered that and it was right. just dropped there, 
I feel like I'm allowed to be like, I never got it, and I promise you I didn't sign for it. You got to send me another one. Right. And you have two. And then you would have a real Brightling. Right, I would yeah, right. You're going to have two. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it seems arbitrary. They have you sign for something that's $400, but then I order a $1,000 phone or something, and they just drop it off. Yeah. I don't understand. I, I really think that those times that they do drop something off of value and don't make you sign, they're supposed to. I think they're supposed to. like, I don't want to put the tag. And also, by the way, I do appreciate it because if I get that fucking sticker on my door that says, you know, sorry we missed you, come to the oh, post office. I never I'm not go coming get it. to get it. I, I never pro- go get I it. I probably got legal stuff telling me that I'm going to lose my house a hundred times. Right, me too. I know I do. Like, I'll look at it. I'll be like a bank. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. I right. told Brooke a few months ago, uh, I guess this was like last September, and I said, do not answer the door. I think someone is looking for me and I don't know what they want. Right. She's like, you don't have to worry about it. I never answer the door. I said, okay, I'm just making sure don't answer the door. I come home one day and she's like, I fucked up. And I was like, what happened? And she goes, I answered the door and you got served. I was like, how the fuck can they serve me? If, if Wait, I'm not what did here. you get served for? Oh, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Wait, I want to get into earning, it. earnings taxes in Kansas City that I try and fight and always lose. <laughs> so how can they serve you? That's if what it's I not said. You. I was like, how could they serve me? Like, she's not, not even, even your wife, right? We just live together. And she's like, I don't know, but he 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 set it down and he said that you'd been served. I was like, no, no, mm-hmm. I'm not counting that. Then so I, but I looked <laughs> at it. I looked at it and it said, you know, you got a court date on this day, mm-hmm. and if you don't show up, there'll be a warrant for your arrest. And I was like, ah. and my brother's a lawyer. So I took a picture of it and I sent it to him. I was like, hey, they didn't actually serve this to me. He's like, just shut up. He's like, you've got it. You've got this court date now. You have to do something about it. Either pay them or go to court. And I was like, well, I don't want to go to court. So I, I paid him. Okay, and, so uh, you're in the clear. Sort of. Yeah, you're those fuckers, the man, still serve money. you, man. They're good at it. I know. They figured out a way, and I know I'd seen this guy before. I'd, I'd looked outside when I heard the door knock, and I'm like, oh, shit, and the dogs are barking. I was like, I think I'm getting served for something. And I told, and she never answers the door. My mother came to the house within that same week, and she said, you know, I'm really uh, kind of upset because I came over to your house. You guys know my front door like opens mm-hmm. right into my living room, so right. you can see me sitting on the couch. My mom came over and knocked on the door and said Brooke was sitting there and just didn't answer the door. And she's right. like, I think she saw me and didn't answer the door because it was me. And I was like, Mom, I promise you didn't see me. But isn't your she, mom pretty mean to she, Brooke? She doesn't answer the door. Well, they were like, they had this tense relationship for a while, and they got into a big blowout fight on Christmas Eve, and now they're like better than they've ever been. Oh, that's They get nice. along great. Yeah, I guess they just, sometimes you got to work things out right. through a little screaming match. Like, I got uh, served to, when I was uh, in go, walking through, I got through the metal detectors and everything else, headed to divorce court. You got served. So my, oh, no, wait a the, the, lady who, the lady who's divorcing me and her attorney are standing right there, and then someone shouts my name. Well, I'm in court, so I just and I go yeah, and they go you've been served. I'm like, for what? What was that for? Unbelievable. Did that have to do with the divorce? No, they just served me because apparently they go through the docket, and you want one of those? Sure, I'll take yeah. one. Yeah, uh, they go through the docket, and if your name's on it, they're like, go, we can serve them there. We know we'll be there. I was getting served because I was being sued for oh saying yeah, shit yeah, on this yeah, radio show yeah, about yeah, yeah. a company. Yeah, yeah. I you got that. sued personally for that? Yeah. Yeah. Did the company defend you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sued you personally? Yeah, they sued the company and me. Oh, that's the Brett Favre maneuver. I kept wow. telling Lazo to- sued. You saw he sued Shannon Sharp yeah. and Pat McAfee. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So they sued me and then the company. And then the company said, we'll defend you if you use our lawyers. Which part of me was like, good luck, yeah, because we've met those lawyers in the past. Some of them, some of them are good. Really a crapshoot with you guys sometimes. We never know who we're going to get. But I can't afford anyone, so yeah, I just roll with you guys. Well, yeah, that's what happened with me. Do you guys remember the Adrian Peterson thing? Mm -hmm. I don't. What was Adrian Peterson? Adrian Peterson whooped his kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I broke that story. Yeah, yeah. And I had the cheers. cheers. Yeah, absolutely. Salute. Cheers. Hold on. 
Oh boy, what is that? That, my friend, is whiskey. God damn it! Union Horse Distilling Company. It's good. Okay, it's good. Um, I don't know if I've you know it's been so long. I can tell. I do you care? Can I tell this story real quick? Well, yeah, of course. Hey, right, whatever story the time you want. Time of the world, man. We really don't right. have anything planned. So, the podcast. I am, yeah. I'm going to give the they full, let us own it. The yep. full long version of this. Sure. I've never told this publicly. Uh, okay. So, I'm doing. The, I'm in Houston. I do the local radio. But show. real quick, I do yeah. remember you calling me. But do you remember you calling I was me? I was like, what the fuck do I do, dude? I was panicked. So I'm doing the local radio show in Houston. I have been Nick Wright's. Concierge. No, you've been my mentor and advisor every step of my career. Which is crazy because the first 18 months of our relationship, you actively didn't like me. It was like, you know what? It's like a good wrestling coach. I was pushing you to do better. Okay, sure. So uh, I'm in a weird spot also at this point in my career in Houston. Within three months of being in Houston, you had a gun thing, right? Didn't you say something about guns? So we had the highest ratings. In the history of local Houston radio. Man. And I didn't that follow. That one where you ask, people can ask you questions about you. It, that helped. The, right, yeah. The, That's ask a good me game. Any, the, get to know you. Uh, yeah, what, what was it called? None, None of, of your business. business. None yeah. of your business. People still bring that up to me. Wow, what a brilliant radio <laughs> gag that was. Uh, but so, but Laszlo did give me advice when I got the job. And it's the golden handcuffs thing. He's like, he was like, right. don't change. What got you there, and I didn't listen. And I was doing great, and then fucking Sandy Hook happened. Right. And I freaked out on the air. Right. And I think I also, once again, stole some of Laszlo's intellectual property and tried to do the, guys, we all agree on gun control. We just disagree on where the line is. Because... None of us think you should be able to have n- nukes. Nukes, right. right? And as happened to you, happened to me. People called in. They were like, "Of course, we should be able to. We exactly. should be able to have any." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> right. well, you're fucking nuts." Right. And I then yeah, like they're just selling. I mean, that argument. When you had that argument, that debate with that conservative talk show guy, and he was he he thought about it for a while, and then he goes, "Yeah, well, I guess we should have I nukes." Guess, and I'm like, "Well, then we just go to the Overland Park fucking convention center <laughs> right. and buy suitcase nukes, right. you fucking dumb dumb baby." Tanks and everything. What it's all anti-aircraft missiles. It's right. all insane. But the reaction right over there at Bartle Hall, yeah. just on a weekend. <laughs> right. The, right. The, the reaction to that was so swift and negative that. For the first time, really, in my radio career, it shook me. Right, and I was like, "Okay, I'll just do straight sports. I won't. I won't." But that made it then the worst of both worlds, which was the people that would have become loyal to me. Yeah, they if they didn't hear that segment or whatever, like I, I get no benefit, and a percentage of the audience was like, "Fuck, Fuck this, this guy! guy I will never listen yeah. to him." Yeah. And the ratings. So you weren't able to rally and build your crowd. Like you got to build those people. It was the worst of both. I got all the negative with none of the positive. Exactly. And the ratings just got lower and lower and lower. And you probably had just I'll just throw this out there: PDs or consultants saying, "Don't do that shit anymore. Don't do that shit." Correct. Which is the they just say that, but it's the exact wrong answer. The exact right answer is that you already said it, so we can't put it fucking back in the bottom. So. If you would have told me not to say it beforehand, and here we sure. are. But here we are. What I said is out, and people are talking about me, and they hate me. Yep. Well, the only thing here to do is double down, motherfuckers. Yeah. Because I got to make them hate me more and start to find people who will be like, 
Hey, man, I'm glad you're here in Texas talking about that Correct. shit. It's real. You, but if you don't ever double down, you don't ever find that person. Yeah. Yep. And now you just get the hate. And yeah, you may do okay a little bit with the hate because they just want to hear how bad you're going to freak out. But after that, they just fucking hate you and they leave. So, There's listen, nothing you could do. So we, went we haven't built anything. O- yeah. Over about 15 months, we went from the number two, I guess number three uh, show in the city in the mornings Number two amongst English language. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know how I can compete with like the the sure. Spanish language station in Houston gets like a thirty share because yeah. it's the only one and it just crushes. We knew that just because um, we did. They would send us ratings in Vegas and they'd be like, "Hey, you guys are the number one English speaking right. thing." And I'm like, "Wow!" I'm like makes you six. So I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah. So we went from third to right around the Adrian Peterson thing. We were 18th. Okay. Oh. I mean, it was straight down. It was down. top 20. It was top straight 20. down. And I was very nervous. I was like, you know, I've, this is not good. And right. I know it's not good. And then I'm doing... And I, plus, you're, you know, you're freaking out. The, the not, pressure is the fucking yeah. pressure. Like, even if you had a good PD, it wasn't putting the pressure on you. You're putting it on yourself. No, but and the the our boss at the time, his answer for every ratings thing was... Just talk about the Texans. Just talk Texans. It was. It was. It, it. It, it, it did not matter if it was. There's probably some truth in that. The, but, yeah. I think there is a truth in that. If right. you just did Texans all the time, you probably bought like the worst you can do is like 12th. Right. But the best you can do is like 11th. Right. You sure. know what I mean? It's not right. interesting. The team wasn't good, but it doesn't right. matter. I was also at night on Saturday or Sunday nights doing a national show. For CBS, which was the okay. company that owned the station at the time. And one day I'm doing the show. And during a break, the producer says to me, he's like, we have a caller who's from Houston uh, who says he has some a major story that he wants to share with you. I'm like, okay. I was like, well, put him on hold. Tell him I'll talk to him in the next break. Hey, now, if you're religious, this feels like a gift from God. So, this is manna from heaven, right? So, right, yeah. The, I, I picked so up. So, in my mind, I'm like, hang up on him. This right, is how right. I do we, radio. Because I'm up. like, fucking asshole from Houston just going to get on the air and call me a fuckhead just, and hang yeah, up. Yeah, and right. so. Fuck that clown. <laughs> so, I was like, I'll talk to him during a break. So, during the break, I get on the phone and he's like, is there, do you have an email or something where I can send you something? I'm like, yeah, this is my email. He's like, all right, be. He's like, I don't really want to talk about it on the phone. He's like, you're going to get an email from a throwaway email account. And I'm like, okay, like, this is going to right. be a virus. What? And, but I, like, like Slim Fast alluded to, I'm nervous and a little desperate. Mm-hmm. And I get the email, and it is like a zip folder of the full Adrian Peterson case. It has a 40-minute audio report. Wait, hold on a second. It's a police yeah. case? It is the full police report. Okay, the full police it report. It is okay. the entire It's like PDFs police. of the actual it documents. Is, it, it is. It was pictures of the child. Oh, that you had I, that stuff. All of it. It was a 40-minute audio recording the investigation of, him, of, the police are doing. of him confessing, not knowing he's confessing. Like, he was, and it actually made me empathize with Adrian Peterson oddly. I felt sick for the kid. But also, he did not think what he was doing was wrong. He thought right. what so, he was doing. If, if people, I, yeah, yeah, like so, people, people don't remember was. Adrian Peterson. And if I get any of this wrong, yeah. this is just the guy who yeah. followed it on TV. Uh, Adrian Peterson was accused of child abuse, yeah. right? 
because he was hitting his kid with a switch, switch. right? Yeah. Uh, a switch, and there were marks on him, and the police investigated. Marks on his genitals, right. marks on his back. And this sparked a huge national debate. A huge debate national about debate where people were like, that is how you raise kids. That's Correct. not how you raise kids. Adrian Peterson, at least to me, seems shocked at this is a story. Correct. Like, Adrian Peterson basically is my fucking kid. Yeah, well. And it, I'll raise him how I want to fucking so raise him. The, the, the kid had gone back to his mom mm-hmm. and was. You had all these marks on him. The mom went to the doctor. The doctor called the cops. Adrian, well, they have to, right? right? Adrian didn't deny any of it. He was, and, and when he's interviewed, he's like, I, and hit again, not to defend it, but his perspective was, I got the shit kicked out of me as a kid. Right. And look at me. Look at me now. Look at me now. That's what turned me. He said, right. he said that when he said that he wanted to play football, he was seven years old. His uncle took him out on the field and tackled him full speed. Grown man when he was seven. Mm-hmm. It was like, if you can deal with this, you can play. Right. And like he was asked by the cops, he was like, you ever hit your kid with an extension cord? And he was like, oh, no, I'd never do that. That happened to me, and I know that's too much. Like, he, again, he was not doing this like a drunk guy out of right, his mind. Right. Like one he of those thought, movies where they put it he, in their oven and was, then come he out. He thought he was parenting he correctly. He thought he was parenting correctly. And I don't, uh, that's not how I parent, I, I, right. but I don't think he's evil. You know what I mean? Like, I think he could have right. been given a polygraph, are you a good parent, said yes, and passed it. Like, right. But, okay, so this all gets sent to me. I have everything now. I call the person. I'm like, what? Well, how is this not in the news? And he's like, they're fucking burying it. He's like, this went to a grand jury, and the prosecutor intentionally threw it. So it would be no build because Adrian's lawyer is the oh god. Wasn't the same as Deshaun Watson's lawyer. Yes, Bates that, or ba- no, no, that's not his name. But he was Clemens's lawyer when during the steroid mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Rusty, it was Rusty, yes, Rusty, Rusty something. But whoever his famous Texas lawyer. Yes, and they were like, it's so goddamn corrupt. I want it exposed. And the person said to me, he's like, I've listened to your show. Rusty Rusty Harden. Harden. He was like, I know you're, call it skeptical of the police. And I want, he goes, the reason I'm sending it to you is because I wanted you to see that a lot of us cops out there really are trying to do the right thing. Yeah, it was right. a, it was a, it was a cop that sent it to me. Okay, I, it's now been so long. I feel like I won't say who it was, but right, it was, yeah. Um, and you've never said that it was a cop who sent it to you before this. No, moment. no. Look and at so that. The, I didn't expect you to say the, who it was. And so the and it wasn't necessarily actually as he's talking right now. He's like, I should. Well, no, it but it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't the cop that had worked on it. It wasn't. You know what I right, mean? Yeah, it was yeah. just so a cop that know. had access right. to the right, the report, the files. But he was like, this bullshit. This is, he was like, I'm worried about the kid and this bullshit. And I was like, okay, I I feel like I can go to air with this immediately. Are you thinking about your competition who's, you know, been doing it for years and they usually break these big stories? Are you thinking, are you wondering, like, did they get this information too and decide not to go with it? So I, well, I thought. Because you were still, you know, you were young. I'll tell you, I thought of everything. I thought of, do I, is this worth more to me as a radio host or how much would TMZ just give sure, me for this? Yeah, sure. And let that. them deal with it. Right. You know what I mean? Would, would TMZ give me $100,000 right. for this? And then, by the way, the same thing this guy wants accomplished is accomplished. Right. It's out there. Uh, do I just tell no one and then just go on the air with it? You know, the problem and, with TMZ, though, is 
at least when I tried it, you have it, to email them. They right. say, you email us what you got, and we'll decide whether we'll it's just, worth something. Yeah. So it's like, well, wait a second. Shouldn't I legally be signing something that says, <laughs> right. this isn't yours until right. you pay me? So that, that makes you nervous, How too. How legal is it to get in touch with Adrian Peterson's lawyer and just throw out words like catch and kill <laughs> and see yeah, how absolutely. much money would be said to me? I'd be like, well, crazy, but right. I caught yeah. this information. I didn't information. even think of that. Right. I didn't think of that. So I did what I thought was the smart, the right thing, which is I went to the the, the person in Houston who used to be what Dave was here, the market, well, okay. big, yeah, big yeah, market boss, manager, the yeah. big boss. Oh, and man. I was like, hey, I have this. Ugh. Like that's like the worst and, decision. Yeah, because yeah, now they could tell you to do nothing. So with we're it, right? so we're owned. They're worried about legal that, stuff. That and everything station else. at the time was owned by CBS, and they want to right CBS. So they're like, all right. Plus, we, a lot of those we, guys, man, they've gotten where they are. Like, I'm not saying they're not yeah. good at their job, but they gotten where they they've gotten where they are by not pissing people off. Right, yeah. playing it safe. Right. So they so we are now two days later on a conference call with. The head CBS attorney, not radio, the head right. attorney for the company, someone with 60 minutes. Oh, really? Someone Was it someone you knew or wow. just like no, a producer? No, 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 producer. a producer. Someone wow. with the that's over the CBS NFL relationship. Okay. And 48 hours and, and everybody's whatever on it the is. line. Yeah. And they are trying to, yeah, I'll take one more. Yeah. They are trying to. Pretty clearly. Not I shouldn't say they. One person on the call is trying to Kill make it. the case that I don't have that, it. That it's not worth it. And I'm like, you shouldn't do that. I don't have the story. And I'm like, I don't get it. The, and, and they were like, is this a story about what he did? Or is this a story about grand jury corruption? Because those are different stories. And I said, it's all the story. Right. Everything about it right. is the story. Yeah, right. I, don't, I, don't, I love I don't it. Understand. Your answer is yes. Yes, it, right. it's yes. all of it. Is it about challenges? And, is it about uh, how people right. are raised and, differently? Right. Is it it's about parenting? It. Is it about the grand jury? Is it about lawyers? Is it about They're, cops? The answer is yes. They were like, it's all of it. And so I then, so then they are like, okay, you don't know, um, you know, we need to file Freedom of Information Act. We need to do this. So what oh. we want to do is oh, we God. we want to get. This is where get, me and Slim and go. You know what? Next thing you know, so, your competition is broke. Right. The story. So, so this is where we go. You know what? We'll just do country psychic. It, 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 it ended right. up being the worst of all worlds. So they're like, we want to bring in the CBS TV affiliate in Minneapolis because they have contacts on the ground. We want to bring in the CBS TV affiliate. Why Minneapolis? Because that's where he was playing. He's a Viking. So it was. It well, was, I remember that, but how, then, okay. So you know what? In my head, I had just skipped and said he must have played for the Texans. I don't remember. No, he he's from Palestine, Texas. Okay, got it. He lived in te- lived in the Houston so that's area. That's why it's from. That's there. why okay. he's. The, that's where. He, that's where the event happened with his kid. Right. Because in my head, he must. Because yep. not that matter. But at the end of his career, he played for like the Lions for a day or yep. something. Yeah, and he so a lot. yeah. The so then okay. So they're like, we want to bring all these people in. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. You know, it's now I have no control over it. But do we all agree that nothing that I once you guys are comfortable with it going, I'm the one breaking it and no one is fucking publishing anything without me seeing it first. Agreed. They're like, we need you to share the documents you have. No, 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 no. And I'm like, I, I. 
I, I don't, <laughs> no. I, I, they're like, no, we need you to share it, blah, blah, Like, blah. share it with the company? Like, 60 Minutes yeah, so, is going to get to look so at I, everybody else? So, I did. So, th- that mm. then, not shockingly at all, once this many people are looking into it, all of a sudden... Adrian Peterson's people find out about it. Well... The, the, I'm just guessing. The, well, I'm, more importantly, the prosecutor found out about it and reconvened a new grand jury. Oh. Because they wanted to fucking get out in front right. of the corruption angle to it. Right. Yeah. A so it. once that, so then it's a Friday. And one of the local, not someone with my company, some local TV reporter fucking goes on TV and says, I have sources saying Adrian Peterson might be indicted today. And I go to, and I freak out. I go to them. I'm like, guys, this story is breaking. Like, it is now happening. They're like, well, now right. the corruption angle is gone. I'm like, I don't care. I the, the corruption angle might be a very interesting one. It's also not real. I'm a sports station. Like, I need to be able to go with it. Right. And so they're like, okay, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Before I get clearance to go with it, the fucking station in Minneapolis. That you gave the information to. Publishes a story. S- credits me. But says... Nick Wright of CBS Houston, who has the police report, which I was sworn by the people that I would not say I had. Because now, now there's 19 people that have accessed it, one of the whatever it is. So, so A, we don't even get to break it first. B, people don't even really know it's my story. C, I am. So, Monday, the. Goddamn Texas Marshals have a press conference saying we are announcing a full-blown investigation to find out who leaked confidential police data, Mm. including pictures of this child and whatever, to local media Nick Wright. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I then, I then, they... So I go to CBS. I'm like, guys, you guys really screwed me here. They, This is the worst thing. They're like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. Now, the flip side to all this is, I again, my ratings were going down, 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 down. My contract was coming up, and I very quickly got a, a contract extension, which right. I don't know that I would have gotten otherwise. And then in that contract, I was able to negotiate an out for – uh, national radio or television, okay. which then led to me getting the Fox job. So that part worked out. But they then, we then one day, they're like, hey, we, we're all going to fly together to Dallas to meet with this law firm. Who? Who's flying together? Me and the CBS people. Okay. Like the people we were just talking about, the 60 Minutes people? No, 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 no. The local, my, bo- my, my bosses were going with me as support. Okay. And you still hadn't talked because, about the story yet. No, I, no. We had now talked about okay, it on the air. It was now, point. it was now a full story. Okay. But that was, now the news story is the Texas Marshals want me to name my source. Fuck. Mm. And my, in my opinion, my. The, and you, I love that too because you're like, I'm a journalist. I will not name my source. Right. And they're just playing back to you <laughs> clips of. Guess my name. Yeah. Make right. me say. Yeah. Talk about right. right. Like all. Like that's journalism, and you're like, yeah. I'm an so, astute Syracuse graduate, <laughs> right. sir. And so, like, well, here's you dipping your balls in coffee. <laughs> so we are. So we're in this fucking law firm in Dallas. Top floor, of some fancy building, and they're like, so here's the deal. They're gonna subpoena you. We're gonna fight it. 
And at some point, if it doesn't get outright dismissed, what's going to happen is we're all going to go to court. They're going to say they want you to name your source, and you're going to then make a decision. Mm. And I was like, so take me down this decision tree. (laughs) And they're like, well, you name it, and they're like, it's over for you. You're like, you're totally – you you are not they are not let me I, I want to back up just yeah. one second. Do you actually know who the source is? Yes. Because he did say it was a throwaway account. No, 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 because I, I then over the I, I short circuited a lot of this. I talked with this person. You want on to verify the the, who he was. I, okay. No, I it was a hundred percent. I yeah. So I there was a lot of back and forth okay, me and it, the person. Okay. No, no, no. I definitely know who it was, but I also know this person really was worried about the child had the best of intentions and their whole fucking you know careers on the line they may i was not being accused of committing a crime this person was right. so when he said are you he, considering at all at this point divulging your source so or is I, it absolutely off well, the table so i was so that's when i had so i hadn't and then i'm like so tell me they're like if i say i was like i'm not going to do it so if i say no they're like well if you say no they likely will hold you in contempt. <sighs> and they were like, we would instantly appeal that and probably, you know, win eventually. And probably while you're held in contempt, you would be out on bond. They're like, but there is a chance that you are held in contempt and they just send you to the Harris County Detention Center. <sighs> and, I, and I said, the Harris County Detention Center. Hopefully I was like, I don't, there. I don't. Think I would do great no. in the Harris County Detention Center, and I said, "For how long would I be there for?" They're like, "Well, the contempt would last. You would be in contempt until the grand jury was dismissed." I was like, "Well, how long would the grand jury be convened for?" He said, six to nine months." <laughs> and I no. said, "And I said." And by the way, just in the back of my head, there's been times where this has happened. There was a New York Times journalist, yes. a lady who would not give. Her source, and they kept her in jail for like a year. Yeah, the whole oh, time because that. It, right. that was the whole time you were in, you were obstructing justice or right, whatever yeah. was and while the grand jury. You can't get out jury. on bail for that. There's no. Well, well no, that's what they, they the it's because you're not it, you're being held on contempt. So like the again, if, if lawyers are listening, they're gonna right, say sure. I'm butchering this to a degree. But that's what they flatly told me. Right. So then I fucking go home, and I'm waiting, and now I'm doing all the math in my head. I'm like, do I actually? I was like. If I were to go to jail protecting a source, be pretty big do news. I become like the biggest journalist in the country? Sports journalist, like for like sure, the right? um. I was like I I you know I can't name this person, and then I have my wife who had just given birth. We have a one year old or whatever right. who's like, wait, you think you might have to go to jail? And I'm like, I, and then I talked to, uh, I forget who it was, someone in Houston. And I'm like, what is the Harris County Detention Center anyway? They're like, oh, yeah, I like, that is not great. They were like, that's the, they were like the way I was like, it's not like, they're like way worse than a prison. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah, cause yeah. it's, and this, you've right, talked yep. about this cause it's yep. where everybody who's awaiting trial yeah. for right. everything goes. Everything. Right. And yeah. so they're like, that's, they're like, you really, you right. can't you go, to go there. Like yeah. you, they're like that is because they're like that is n- not going to be good for you. You can't go there, and so I just waited, 
And then what is your? Do you hire your own lawyer to? Well, so that so that was that's what made me think of the story. Was you talking about the lawyers? Right. Uh, I talked to my dad, Mm -hmm. and who's an attorney. I talked. He talked. He he said they basically all said they were like, listen, you obviously should get your own attorney, but I don't think CBS is going to pay for it, and I don't think you can afford it. They're like this type of attorney. They're like. It's going to be well north of fifty thousand dollars, right? And you don't have it, like, which I didn't, right? And they're like, I, you and CBS's interests are very aligned, with the possible exception of, it is worse for you to go to jail than them if you than, go to jail. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and they, <laughs> they, I'm sure, right. they, I'm sure, which like is the yeah. only differing point. Right. I need right. to know. Exactly. Uh, That's and, what I'm worried about. <laughs> and so they had a first court date. I didn't even have to go to it, which made me feel pretty good. Right. And they were like, yeah, so the judge didn't dismiss it, but he also said, like, he's not going to remand you anywhere until our appeal is heard. Our appeal, we're very, very confident in. And on the appeal, they the guy said, yeah, he doesn't have, he's a journalist. He doesn't have to reveal his sources. You okay. Go fuck yourself, Texas Marshals. And it was over. But it was now real quick. The other thing I'm worried about is once they know that you're the one who got the story, were you worried that someone out there is trying to dig up dirt on you? Because that's right, always that's my, my fear. Thing, I was time. I was scared of everything because again, you have the Texas Marshals, who I have a long history of being very. I don't consider it anti-cop, but cops do. Right. Very critical <laughs> right, of yeah. policing in America. Sure. And I, they are. They are mad at me. They're not, and they're not even really. No, the Texas Marshals are the same as the Texas Rangers. Uh, no, the no, the so, Marshals can do stuff nationally. Hold on. Right? Is that so, what by the way, no, I apologize. It was the Texas Rangers. Okay, got it. All right, I was right. calling this whole time. Right? I was saying Marshals. Okay, got this it. This entire time, I should have been saying Rangers. Okay, got it. That's correct. Yes, fucking that's, Texas Rangers. Man, those guys show up in cowboy hats yeah. and suits. Dude, like, they it's have scary. to wear a cowboy hat. It's scary. Yeah, and and they're they look like they all could be like. They don't yeah. look. They're not like built like we're gonna scare you tough. They just walk in with confidence. Like they think they're in a I Clint could kill movie. you. Yeah. I could kill you, and you're like, yeah, it, I think you could. Yeah. So like that was, and so that was that, and then. Uh, but no one dug up any dirt on you and started. No, it. like and. Well, did Adrian Peterson reach out to you? No, I saw Adrian Peterson out like two years later. <sighs> in and, a different city. No, in Houston at a club. And you know, you know me. I always like try to go say hi to people and like own, you know, not hide. And Adrian, maybe this is just how he is because he's such a strong guy. And maybe he was sending me a message. He gave me the most crippling handshake <laughs> I've ever. Like, I mean, right. I thought, like, I thought I my knees were gonna buckle. But again, he's one of the biggest, strongest right. people in NFL history. Maybe that's how right. he shake, shakes hands. And again, also, did he say anything I, to you, or did you just say nice I just to me? Said, yeah, he said, "Hey, Adrian, Nick Wright," and we just shook shook hands, and that was that. But I, I also felt like that I actually, when I did, because there was about a week there, I was on Good Morning America, I was on the Today Show, yeah. I was on everywhere talking about this, and all of these places introduced me by Nick Wright, who has seen the police report. I'm like, oh, sweet Christ. Um, right. But the, I mean, that was I, I kind of defended him in those interviews in that saying what I said to you guys, which is I don't think he thought what he was doing was wrong. Like I didn't kill right. him. And there are people def- that you probably know now 
I don't know whether they remember you broke that yep. story or not. It was you, but you know who are taking both sides of that argument. Barkley saying, right, "That's how you raise kids, yeah. right?" Like, I mean, and, they were and we my had famous people, people on this show. Yeah. No, yeah. my my TV co-host for the first two years of the show, Chris Carter, mm-hmm. had maybe his best moment ever on television, discussing that on NFL Countdown and breaking down crying, saying. We all love our. He was talking to the other, you know, you know, middle-aged black guys on the set, mm-hmm. and he was like, "We all love our moms. All of our moms. I know all you guys did to us what Adrian did to this kid. Right. We've got to be able to say they were wrong. That they, you know what I mean? Right, like, I like, wrong. I love you. I know you were doing your best. Right. But the re- we are defending it because it happened to us. Right. But even." That doesn't make it right, and it doesn't. You know, it was sure. a really powerful moment because it was that became such a lightning rod topic about how you are allowed to raise kids, what is and what is not good parenting. It became a very racial topic as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, I mean, right? There's a lot of like white people don't understand. This correct. is how black people raise their sons. Correct, and it was there was. I remember talking to you about it about. Is there an argument that for young black boys the world is so dangerous yes. that you that you have a responsibility to instill in them almost like a, a animalistic like fear yes. that can only be instilled via corporal punishment right. to keep them safe? There was it was not to me ever, and you will listen to me no right, matter what you will like, listen if you I, will not sneak out of this house cor- because that's how you die that, correct and so it was not a. To me, it was not a, no pun intended, black and white story, right. even though when you think of, okay, you have this giant, powerful football player beating a four-year-old, obviously right. that's awful. It was it was more nuanced than that, and that was, you know, it's crazy how things work out. When I was a, when I went to, a, I was trying to get a radio job with Fox, mm-hmm. and it turned into the TV show, right. and when I was then interviewing for the TV show, and they said, the you know, do you have a TV tape? And I was like, yeah, my agent had made one. 80% of it was the interviews I had done on the Adrian Peterson thing because I hadn't really done TV. Right. And that was like my whole TV tape. So it's crazy how that ended up working out. Sorry, I just told a third. No, it was story. great. Wow, it was great. Was, but it's fantastic. Now, let me just follow up things. You, you saw Adrian Peterson a couple years later. Yeah. He shakes your hand hard, whatever. Um, have you ever followed up on the story? Like, what's up with this kid? Do we know? I mean, all these years later, I don't they, know. I haven't. Know? No, maybe that. I mean, what that's a bad job thing. by me because now no, that kid's I mean, not really. But that kid is. He's got to be like what? 14? 13, 14, yeah. yeah, something like that. It was around ten years ago that this right. happened. Uh, like, what yeah, was the fallout know. for him? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that's an interesting thing. Like, what is the fallout for him? Like, so I feel like you know, some... like, uh, did, did, how did that affect this story? Bring? How did that affect? His relationship with his father. How did that affect Probably Adrian? Probably a lot in some way Adrian, or another. You know, we don't know, but I'd be certainly interested to find out. And he also had, uh, you know, obviously a portion of the country that was very supportive of him. Right. And then and this other nobody portion really that was knew his name, angry. He could now go back and see how people would say, your dad's doing the right thing. Your dad's a monster. Right. Right. And like, how did all, you know, does it affect him at all? Does he remember it at all? Did his dad even... See him after so, that, right? I, but you know? I, I do remember that around this time, it was 
it would have been sh- shortly before this happened. If you guys remember, there was a story that Peterson had a son who was two and was beaten to death by the boyfriend of the kid's mom. Okay. And so Peterson had just learned that he was this child's father like a couple months prior. I don't remember okay. And then that, that, kid, either, yeah. that kid was killed by the mother's boyfriend. Uh, and then after, after that is when this thing happened with his kid. Uh, so I, I remember that, but I don't remember any other story hmm. involving Adrian Peterson because this was September of 2014 that this story broke. Right. So I was a couple years of my time into Houston. Uh, but yeah, and that, what a fascinating thing, man. Right. You know, so 2014. That's what well, I mean. He's still young then. You know, he's 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and you remember he got suspended for what? I don't know if it was the whole year. Uh, yeah, right. He was suspended for a long time with it. Uh, because of that? Because yeah. of yeah. 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 Because okay. of the story and everything that happened. So yeah. Uh so yeah, there. You know, you should do that follow up. Yeah, I should. Not now, but when he turns 18. Yeah, you're right. You know, you should do it. Let wait and then like talk have to him. him. Yeah. And be like, "Yo, this is something I've thought about my entire life." And not the fallout to you, not the fallout to me, not the fallout to my dad, but what about you, young man? How yeah, did this right. go? I can go back and look. We can go back and document everything that I did, everything that you did, everything that your dad did, everything that all the lawyers did, everything that CBS did. But what happened to you? Yeah, that's right. that's crazy, man. I'm now like clicking through these old stories. Like I hadn't really thought about this in such a long time, right. and I still, you know, I'm sure I still have on some file somewhere that police report, that right, audio sure. recording, and the whole thing. And the fact that you the, that you took the call, and I wonder, we right. never would have taken it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we that, never would have taken it. Well, and all that stuff, I bet you that kid doesn't know. That's true. Like oh, how it happened. Like he has no idea. Well, also the other, the part of that story that I feel like I wish was a bigger part of it was the initial grand jury thing, and how fucking corrupt yeah. that entire. Because right. there, there have been stories over the last few years about the grand jury system in Houston and how backwards it is. About how. Who gets indicted? Who doesn't? The favors that are done. And this was a, you had a audio confession plus pictures. You had everything you needed. And the prosecutor, in my opinion, just out of service to a very powerful defense attorney, threw it. And if not for that, you know, that law enforcement source, as I had called it, uh, coming forward, it never, it never would have come to light. It is right. never what it is. Like life. when they bury a story like that, is it because of this big, powerful defense attorney, or is it because of the attention that this case will bring to the prosecutor? They know that it's a celebrity, and I, I never no, understand. See, so how that I works think I sure. think this was because I think usually prosecutors, because those are usually sometimes elected positions, right. you can right. use them. No, I think it was. I think a lot of times it is the defense attorney is rich and powerful. And a lot of these people, again, I'm just speaking generically sure, sure. here. You're guessing. A lot of these people one day want to leave public service sure. and go work for, for a firms. white shoe, million dollar a year law firm and doing favors. I'm good. And doing favors is a great way to do it. Right. Which is like yeah. insane. But I, there was, it was, it was so clear to me. It was, you had, it was open and shut. You didn't even get an indictment. And then the moment you knew it was coming out, you reconvened the grand jury and immediately, yes, 
and immediately got an indictment. Right. Immediately. So they could have obviously. Well, what, did he go to court, Adrian Peterson? Yeah, or did I think he win? He, or did, I, mean, I think he, he ended up pleading I, I, the, let me see. Like what, no contest the, or something? Yeah, so he's indicted for reckless, negligent injury to a child. Um, the and then let me see what the what the it ended up being. Hold on, if he was, I think he pled pled out of it, but I'm not certain. Right. Again, I don't. It's shameful that I don't remember any. Of I this. think it's fascinating too. You know, is that why? The prosecutor does it. He pleaded no contest to the misdemeanor charge of recklessly assaulting his son. He avoided a jail sentence, put on probation, fined $4,000, 80 hours community service, suspended by the NFL. Right. Does that prosecutor, you know, it's a shame that, you know, it is what it is, but it's a shame that CBS ruined that. Because it would have been nice to find out why he wasn't indicted before. Look, and I know uh, because he had a powerful defense career, that's really it's speculation, right? Yeah. Like, we don't know. What we do know is that once they thought they had to, then they could. Yep. So, But they didn't. So, But it's kind of, you know, why not? Is it because of a powerful defense attorney? Is it because as a prosecutor, you're like, look, this is wrong, but I know a lot of people who vote for me raised their kids this way. Oh, yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. I don't want to be the guy who gets in the middle of this. This is raising your kids, man. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, that's interesting. You know, like, what? there could have been a million different reasons as to why. thought it would have been an that's unpopular right. process. Right. This is right. right. You want a popular I'm case. in Texas, and I'm going to go after child abuse for what, what some people are going to say spanking. Yeah. Right. Fuck that. Right. Right? It's, right. it's too middle of the road. They want right. to win a popular case. I'm going to be up case. here looking like a left-handed liberal, and yeah. Governor Abbott's going to pardon this guy, right? Like, Oh, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. What a fucking nightmare, right? Do, do, do you think he's today. still going to get pardoned? Did you see the the update with like all his text messages? His text messages, like going hunting. And and, do you, it, am I... So if people don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So tell us the story. No, I'm looking right, up, so I there's an uh, update today. I'm looking for an update, but go ahead. Well, I, I, I'm vaguely familiar with it, and I've sure. read about it, but there's a guy Former driving military. in a car, and there's a protest, a right? Black Lives Matter protest. And he drives his car into it and kills someone. Yeah. Um, the stories differ at what happens after that. He says someone pointed a gun at him. Uh, other people say there was no gun pointed. Whatever the case may be, he drives his car into it. He gets convicted, right? Convicted of murder. Convicted of murder. Governor Abbott says... The day's convicted. I'll pardon him. Send it to my desk. I'll pardon this guy. Yep. Because he... I And so, obviously, people are like, what, and, what the fuck? Well, and, pa- and the guy, he didn't drive his car into him. He drove his car to the protest and then he, and then he shot. shot and killed the guy. Okay, yeah. got it, got yep. it, got it, got it. Uh, and, oh, but he drove it into the crowd... And the guy approached And that's him. why the yes. guy turned around, right? So it wasn't like they jumped to his car. Correct. He was driving into the right. crowd. Right? Yep. He drove into a crowd him. of protesters and then shot the guy. And now it says here, unsealed court documents revealed Perry, 33, had compared BLM, Black Lives Matter, to a, quote, a zoo full of monkeys, and quote. And, and told, told the movement uh, racist against white people uh, and wrote it uh, is bad. We can't get paid for hunting Muslims in Europe. Yeah, and he also had... To, uh, texted friends about planning to go kill somebody, and it was it, it, the. Let me find those those texts real quick. Adam, uh, 
Go ahead. I was just going to say that after the jury delivered the the ruling, Abbott said that he would pardon this guy, quote, as swiftly as Texas law allows, which is just you're like, what year is this? Right. I mean, it's it doesn't seem like a a, few weeks before the shooting. He told friends he might just have to kill a few people. Um, he, He then said, I might go to Dallas to shoot some looters. And then he sent some white power memes. Uh, and I don't think that that all of these uh, all of these messages were like it, it, I don't think Abbott knew about all all right. of these I messages. Think, I don't think so either. But and now to me, this is a truly, and I don't want to be like hyperbolic. But this is a seminal moment if this guy gets pardoned. Of course. Absolutely. Because it's like in something any, from another that's century. That's not hyperbolic at all. That it, is. You agree. Okay. Yeah, and that is. It doesn't is. seem like a real story. It's one of the craziest things. It seems like something from 1910. You in, know what in, I mean? In, like, well, any, in, in any. 1960. Well, true. Right. 1960. In, in any deep red state, to me, it would give license for any anti-Black Lives Matter person to kill yes. almost any protester and believe, man, I they've got to catch me. Then they've got to find 12 people to convict me. And then even if all that happens, the expectation is going to be for my red governor, if he doesn't pardon me, he's a, you know what he's I mean, a, a right, rhino. Yeah. He's he, woke. Right. Yeah. And so... Uh, and. It, so, I mean, he sent out the, I mean, it is the, tweet the from shit that he wrote. Greg Abbott was, I am working as swiftly as Texas law allows regarding the pardon of Sergeant Perry. The guy's not in the military anymore, right? Correct. No, no. That always bothers me about people too. Like, right? Like, I don't call myself petty officer. Right. I'm not a fucking, like. That was a while ago. Right. <laughs> like, I'm. It's so weird, right? Like he sent messages saying, "I might have to kill a few people out." Like if you're not in the military and you make me call you sergeant, I, I fucking know there's something wrong <laughs> right, with exactly. you. Exactly. There's some sort I of lie. If I was like, wrong. if you're like, "Hey, Laz," I'm like, "That's Petty Officer Laszlo," and you're like, mm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> "I'm in the Navy for 20 years." I'm like, "Yeah, well, you know what? Think, Once a Petty Officer, always a Petty Officer." Like, I think we got some on. stolen valor going on over here for <laughs> right. sure. Fucking uh, crazy. And so I don't know if he's gonna. You can read some of the stuff that he wrote if you were going to read it, Nick. Yeah, I mean, he wrote, I might have to kill a few people on my way to work. They're rioting outside my apartment. I will only shoot the ones in front of me and push my pedal to the metal. He then, the next day, this is on May 31st, shared a meme that says, if this symbol represents racism in America, shows the Confederate flag, so do these. And then it showed the Hispanic Scholarship Fund, uh, NAACP, BET, all this stuff. Uh, he posted on Facebook, it's my turn to get banned by comparing the Black Lives Matter movement to a zoo full of monkeys that are freaking out, flinging their shit. Uh, and then he posted this to Facebook. It's official. I'm a racist because I don't agree with people acting like animals at the zoo. I was on the side of the protesters until they started with the looting and the violence. I'm sure this guy was ever on the side of the protesters. Right. Um, and he shared a video uh, protester, protester looters get shot in San Antonio, adding, glad someone finally did something. And it, then some anti-George Floyd stuff. And then he went out to a fucking protest and shot a guy. Right. Yeah, and shot someone. And then Perry says, uh, or Abbott, I mean, tweets and says we're going to I guess this guy might have been, guy. it says the Army Sergeant. Was he still in the Army? 
Because uh, if he's still in the army, then he's got to be tried by the uniform military. I thought he was, I thought, I thought he was out of the military. Uh, so that I don't uniform know. Code of military justice. Oh yeah, good job. Nice. Um, and so I don't. Yeah, the and I guess and it could still be. In the so they just keep saying in everything, sergeant, army sergeant. I'm like, when does that stop? So anyway. and and Greg Abbott's initial statement was: Texas is one of the strongest stand your ground laws of self defense that cannot be nullified by a jury or a progressive DA. Unlike the president or some other states, the Texas Constitution limits the governor's pardon authority to only act on recommendation by the board of pardons and paroles. Texas law does allow the governor to request the Board of Pardons and Paroles to determine that the person should be granted a pardon. I've made that request and instructed the board to expedite its review. I look forward to reviewing the board's pardon recommendation as soon as it hits my desk. Additionally, I've already prioritized reining in rogue DAs, and the Texas legislature is working on laws to achieve that goal. I, I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable, and it's such a slap in the face to the idea of, like, Law and order, and any right, of that right. bullshit. Of course, like right. that you you had you can say you, you can make the case that DAs across the country, conservative or liberal, charge certain cases based on their own political beliefs. I'm sure. certain that happens. But you then got twelve fucking jurors right. to right. unanimously right. say, and you got to prove this it. guy did it. And, and right. the other thing is, is that when you want to undo these cases where they say, you know, someone was convicted of a murder 20 years ago. Now we've got DNA that exonerates this man. I constantly hear about governors saying, look, I don't want to overturn this conviction because he was tried by 12 jurors, you know, 12 of his peers, and they convicted him. And you're like, yeah, but they convicted him 20 years ago, and now we got evidence to exonerate right. him. These governors will act like it's such a big deal but, to go against and, what the jurors say, and then you've got a case like this where he just says, fuck the also, jurors. But right. I'm going to pardon them. But right. it also Which goes, is it? so the... The re- and this is where, to me, the stand your ground stuff is so insane in a country or in states, particularly that encourage open carrying of a weapon. It's completely right. So this guy had the guy who got killed was carrying legally an AK forty seven. Yes. Now, objectively speaking, I think that's batshit that that's le- that that sentence exists right. legally carrying an AK forty seven down the street. But he was. But by the readings in Florida and Texas of Stand Your Ground, it sure seems like you can almost with impunity kill someone if you can bait them into hitting you. If you start a fight. If you can you start can, a fight. I, if I wanted to just kill Laszlo, right. and I'm very convinced that A, he doesn't have a gun, and B, he's, he's got a temper. He's he, going to fight and back. He's gonna, and and gonna he's a cool. favorite in the fight. Yep. Then all I've got to do is walk up and spit in your face. Yeah, right. There's no expectation and to retreat no, uh, at all. And, uh-uh. and that the stand your ground can exist in a confrontation you initiate. Right. That's right. the crazy part. That's, that's the, the crazy part. That's the crazy part. Well, that, we learned that. It was, it was already crazy Orlando. before that, but yeah, it's yeah. extra right? crazy now. With, uh, the, with Trayvon? Trayvon. Yeah. He, the guy followed him. The like, guy to fo- me, I don't need anything more. Right. That's you it. Didn't have End to of the case. He's, he's, the kid's going to the gas station to get snacks and he's walking home. Right. We heard the. There was I don't audio care what he it. said. I don't care if he said I'm breaking into cars down here. Right. Right. I'm gonna go down here and fuck your mother. Right. I don't care what he said. Call the cops. You call the police. The whole thing. And then you followed him. The minute you followed him, you're the predator. Yes. So let and me. And, and, and we had him. tape of you saying I'm gonna follow him. Right. So sick of this. Can shit. I ask you guys one other question? That I read sure. this news story. Also, real yesterday. quick, I just yeah. wanted to, because as I was scrolling through these things, yeah. And we had the texts and everything from. Uh, 
the murderer, right? Uh, this was a text it, it, somebody pulled up from uh, Governor Perry in 2020 where uh, Donald Trump had posted uh, that protesters, anarchists, agitators, looters, or lowlifes when he was talking about the Black Lives Matter protesters. And uh, Governor Perry quote tweeted that and said, send them to Texas. We'll show them why they don't mess with Texas. Yeah, I mean, and here you go. I guess you did, right? So, so there's this the, one other the different story I read yesterday. I just want your guys. I think I know what your guys take on it is, and then I'll shut up. It's in Nashville. Pregnant lady and her friend are allegedly shoplifting from a Walgreens. Mm-hmm. They're t- taking stuff, putting it in their jackets. They walk out of what the store. What are they store. taking, Gio? It's whatever, something from Walgreens. Okay. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's... there's I'm always curious, though, like, because if I see... Like, I am a stem... Like, I'm not going to turn you in anyway. I'm certainly not going to turn you in if you're stealing diapers. I'm right. certainly not going to... You know what I mean? So, right. But if you're stealing smokes, I'm like, I'm, I don't feel bad for you anymore. <laughs> so, so, they are... She and her friend are, again, allegedly st- uh, shoplifting. They walk out of the store. The store manager follows them. Gra- tries to prevent them from leaving, grabs one of them. One of them then maces him, and he shoots her. Well, he shoots her? Shoots shoots the pregnant woman. They're, she and the baby are in critical condition as of yesterday. So he mm-hmm. followed her. She maced him. Now, by law, he's not even allowed to grab her, right? To I stop her from shoplifting? I don't fucking know anymore. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> when I but worked I at Walmart, know. we had, like, the secret shopper, and they're like, no, the rules are really he can't actually, you know, grab the person because... You know, we don't know for sure that they're stealing it until we know for sure. All that stuff. There was all this right. legal stuff. And so it seemed like you had to be really careful. But you hear these stories about when people chasing When I worked at Marshall, they said they had to be, you know, you had to stop them after they went Outside to the checkout. The store, yeah. So he, um, he's claiming self-defense because she he maced maced? him. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, it's the, the employee told police he saw women putting items into a store cart and a large over-the-shoulder bag. He said then began recording the women with a cell phone, followed them as they left without paying for the items. He followed the women to their car where they were putting the items in the trunk, he says. That's when he said one of the women pulled a can of mace and began spraying him. The employee then pulled a semi-automatic pistol and began shooting. Okay, so the right. guy working there has a pistol, which is yeah. fucking crazy. And then on top of that, he cares this much that someone is stealing from and a company where he And she was, by the way, she was seven months pregnant, right. which means visibly, visibly pregnant. pregnant. Right. So you're that mad about a visibly pregnant woman stealing, stealing from, from a this corporation. Walgreens? Yeah, you don't own any of this shit. Uh, it's not your mom and pop store. You know what I mean? I never understood that. The people that get that angry, they're getting paid... You know, 10, 15, 20 bucks but, an hour, maybe. I don't know. And then you're worried that someone's way, leaving. And by the way, Walmart, you're saying? Walgreens. 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 Walgreens I, I, look, I worked at plenty of different places. One of them was I worked at a Little Caesars. Those motherfuckers get robbed all the time. Right. They're open late, and it's a cash business, right? Yeah. And our owner would come in all the time. He's like, yo, anybody ever comes in and asks for money, give it to them. Right. I don't think Walgreens wants to chase them leave. We have insurance. Fucking yeah. let them leave. And like... And don't hit that alarm button until after they get out. Because yeah. what we don't want is for them to be stuck in there with you. Right. Let let everyone leave. Give it all away. We'll take care of it later. Like, yeah. I got to guess Walgreens is like, uh, hey. Absolutely. If you see people shoplifting, call the police. They don't right? say follow them out with your gun. And if they don't yeah. give it back, shoot them. And I, shoot there's them no way. It. There's and, no and way. They, they, as, you know, what they say is the investigation's ongoing as it's a self-defense claim. I just don't. Some of these things... I just don't understand. I don't understand 
How, like there, there seems like it, there's no disputing. Like that is the clerk's the 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 perpetrator's side of the story. His own side of the story to me is. Well, you fucking, that's aggravated assault. Like, that's your best case scenario is the one you're presenting. You followed these people. These people then maced you and you shot them. That can't be legal. It just, I I mean, it it might be, right, that, but it shouldn't be. It might be. Now, the shooter's white. Is the shooter white? Listen, I don't, they didn't say the race of these people. Okay. But I. And where was it? Nashville. Nashville. I am, I would be very. I would be very surprised if this if the shooter's not white. Right, we're all envisioning. Not, yeah, I mean, the, the picture in my head is, but yeah. we could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. They they didn't say that there. I've never seen the manager at my Walgreens, and I'm in there just about every day. I've never seen a pistol on his hip. I mean, that really surprises me too. I I know Nashville is a fairly dangerous city and all, but so is Kansas City, for, and it's just odd. I've never seen. I've seen a lot of guns within the last few years that I'd never seen before. So the guy with the I, gun on his hip at Chipotle. Can I respond to one of these Let the drummer kick says, imagine using mace on someone and being surprised when they escalate after being caught stealing. Listen, man, I, we have a fucking system right. Of, right. of laws, penalties, yeah. and a fucking jurisprudence. Right. It is not goddamn Yellowstone right. and, and the Wild West where you just get to shoot people because they broke a law. Right. And, and by, by the, the way, we don't even know if they broke the fucking law. Right, right. What I don't want is for a fucking judge, executioner, and jury to be, to be some manager. fuck stick from Walgreens. <laughs> right. it's, I mean, what the fuck are we talking about? That makes and, sense. And the idea that, the idea that even if what the guy is saying is totally correct, they stole, you tried to stop them, which isn't your job, and then they maced you. I'm telling you right now, I, and maybe you can in Tennessee, I do not like and do not believe in the ability that it should be an ability that if you get maced, then you, can you are allowed to fucking kill somebody. No. No. That is the penalty for macing someone is not death no. without trial. Right. It's, it's just Maybe not. you can mace them back. Maybe I'll let you tase them. You know, if you've got one of those personal tasers and you tase yeah, them, and the, the, that, you, know, that's the that. idea, you can't kill them. There's the idea no that the you person. just have, that that all of us have such a, to me it is such a weak, weak mindset that the moment I'm in any jeopardy of not death, but pain or discomfort, I am allowed to prevent that by murder, right, by right. killing the other person. We don't fucking treat dogs that way. Right. No, you're there, right. If you are walking down the street and a dog on, on a leash nips you, you and you turned and shot it, everyone would agree you're out of fucking line. Mm-hmm, you right. couldn't be Go like... Go one step further. A dog doesn't nip you. You're having a picnic and the dog comes by and grabs your Subway sandwich. You right. fucking shoot it and right. it's leaving. Right. Motherfucker. Nick, I, could you imagine the outrage if course. your dog stole a sandwich from me and I fucking unloaded a of clock course. on it? Yeah. I, they, they'd put you away. And Nick, I think, I don't know if you remember this, but this is because this has been almost, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. You and I were talking on the phone about this a long time back. And I had just listened to this podcast about a police department in Florida. And it was an interesting point that I'd never thought of. But they got this new police uh, captain, chief, whatever, because they were having a lot of problems with police run-ins with the public, right? They thought the police were being a little too um, uh, 
trigger happy. So he comes in, and one of the things he does is he decides he's going to fire all the police, hire new cops. And one of the things that they have to have on their resumes, he basically wants guys that have been in physical altercations yeah, before. I believe that to be. So he looked, for, he looked for bouncers. He looked for guys that had been, you know, mixed martial arts fighters, boxers, because those guys aren't afraid aren't to take a punch. Right. And what he said has happened with policing is that we got to the point where you say, I should never have to experience any type of risk. And if I feel like I, if there's any risk at all, I'll just shoot. That, right. and, and, that's, and that should't be the way well, that it's it is because they're scared they're scared they're exactly scared. you hire guys who have been bouncers or and that's fighters what he did. or have gotten into fights and like fighting to some degree. They know if you get out of the car and throw a punch at me, I don't have to fucking shoot you. And that's exactly I've what I've done happened. this before. But, but you have these cops, and not all of them, but these cops who have never been in any physical altercation whatsoever. They're given a, a, a gun and a badge, and all of a sudden there's the threat of physical altercation, and the only option they have is to shoot. kill. But yeah. it's just, it, it is, and, and... Let alone a Walgreens man. And by the way, that supposedly worked in Florida for this department with these guys that are right, all yeah. in physical altercations that turned things around. There are, listen, being a police officer is a dangerous job. Now, it is not one of, by by death rate, 10 most dangerous jobs in the country. Fucking logger and, right. tr- and truck driver and An convenience store manager right, yeah, yeah. are all more dangerous. Uh, but it is a dangerous job. But that is part of the job. And the reason right. we honor and, you is because you're taking correct. risk. And That's there the is, whole thing. And we is, honor you for taking and the, risk. And the context... For the the comp I always give is, if the way, and this is not how it always was, is absolutely is not how it always was, where there was just no tolerance whatsoever for any type, like, it it was just accepted that deadly force will will meet any type of force whatsoever. It doesn't have, you don't have to, if firefighters treated their job the same way, there would, every building would burn down. Right. If it was... Okay, we can't risk it. We burned. can't it's risk hot in there. any any type of thing. And I'm from any a family. Heat. Any, any, heat. any heat whatsoever. Yeah. We have to let it burn down, and then we'll put and we it out. We need bigger trucks that have yeah. more armor on them because I don't want to feel that heat uh, when I pull up to that it, house. Like, it is. And again, firefighters and fire departments across the country have their own issues. But yeah, but is, there's no song called "Fuck the right. Fire Department." <laughs> right. I mean, Nobody it, hates firemen. Right. The, it is. It's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. And I could and be now, wrong, but I'm telling you, when I was a kid, I've, we've talked about this. I was watching cops on TV in the late '80s. I remember those cops running and chasing people and getting into physical fights. Man, it and was such it a weird like thing because I would watch that with my friends. Me being older than you guys, and so you guys, I think there's a chance you just watched it and it was entertainment, right? Yeah. But me being a left-leaning guy my entire life, hanging out with left-leaning guys. We used to watch that and just say, look at this fucking racist crack hunt. Because that's all it was. It's like, here's four white cops. They're going to chase down a black guy and say he has crack. That's what the show is every time. But fast forward to me now being older than that, it's like, now we kill them. Now they just shoot them. We used to just arrest them and put them in, and I say, just arrest them and put them in jail for life because we said, hey, uh... You know, we have mandatory minimums on cocaine charges, and you had all of it. Go to prison for life. Now it's like, you know what? Skip all that bullshit. Just, I'll fucking shoot. And people and, forget this, but it was only 20-some years ago. I'm going to say about 22 years ago, tw- 23 maybe, because it was around the turn of the century. I went to Germany for the first time, and I remember when I finally got to Germany, and I see these German police officers with assault-style rifles, and I thought, oh, shit. 
This country yeah. must be pretty dangerous. These cops have like assault guns because up until that point, we, my whole life in America, every cop I saw had like some sort of pistol. Weapon. It a, was a, a revolver. Danny Glover and right. fucking Mel Gibson with a right. six. And my cousin was a cop. He had yeah. a revolver. And to see those cops but in Germany with the, I remember being a young young kid and asking my dad like, "Why do we hate the Russians?" Right? You know, the middle of the cold. We're like, what the fuck? He's like, you know. And I remember one of the examples he gave me: if you go to Russia, the police stand in the buses and on the corners with machine guns. Right. And you're like, oh shit! That I was like, oh horrible. shit! That fuck, man! Like they fuck right. with those people all the time, huh? I know. I'm like, hey, look at that! Right. Just fucking with us all the time. Seeing a cop in full armor with the body, you know, the right. vest on the outside, like you didn't see it all the time. Mm-mm. And now it's just common. And the you know the the police vehicles driving down the street that are giant armored vehicles that drive down right. my street. I right. see it as they're driving back to the police and station. The, and what what it has led to, in my opinion, is so many people who are not police. But decide in the moment, I am the closest exactly. thing to the police right. here, and I will act as the police act. Citizens' right. execution. Yes, abs- yeah. 100%. Yeah. I am the fucking community watch guy. I am the, I've assigned right. myself border patrol. I've assigned myself fucking security guard that, at, at Walgreens. The world's fucking crazy. Like, there are actual like, dudes I'm a, doing I'm that. fucking border Volunteer. patrol. Volunteer. Volunteer border I saw patrol. that documentary with that lady out there. Like, I do border patrol. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> What? Are you yeah. fucking? How did you by get the way, to this point? How I'm just like a whole thing. How self-important do you have to think you are? Not like really. That's a if huge somebody part of said it. like, "Hey, Lazo, we should go down and be border patrol." I'd be like, "Yo, I got a GED, bro. I can't be border <laughs> right. patrol." Not like, my job. There's like a complete lack of. I don't know. I don't have any training. Right. I fucking talk about my dick on a podcast. Like, right. I'm, I can't be border patrol. I can't be the police. I can't shoot someone. And like, also I'm the not, fact that they're so worried about it. Right. Like, people they, are like, no, 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 no. No, during the week I run a flower store. On the weekends I go kill Mexicans at the border. Right? Like, what? Right? What a weird hobby, bro. <laughs> Super fucking weird hobby. But the thing is, they find uh, like-minded people, and they, they don't have a tough time finding them. No. That's the scary part: is that there's so many people that think mm. like this in this country, and so they can and they find each other on social media. Right? They make those stupid Facebook memes, like this guy in Texas. They get some likes. They join a group, and next thing you know. They're volunteering at the border, or they started a community right. watch group, or whatever it is that they're doing. They're they're all going to go to a BLM protest and run over people in their cars. It, it it's scary. It, it's yep. I don't know what you do about it at this point. I mean, the cat is out of the bag, right? And you've got. And by people- the way, there's nothing we can do. And when I say there's nothing we can do, and I know people get mad at me about this, and but Nick, I, I think you agree with me on this. Uh, you know, when when we talk about gun control, that people say, oh, the debate started at Sandy Hook. I said right after that, debate's over. As soon as you let someone execute children and then nothing changed, the debate's over. There's nothing changed. But it also, it also, and then this, and then we should probably be done. But I, and I'm sorry for pushing the conversation to these places. But then when we had Sandy Hook again in Uvalde. Right. It, but. Nothing happened. Well, but that's not, I agree, but that's not what I was going to say. In theory, we allow for so much overreach by the police, like you've said, in the last quarter century, post 9-11, the militarization, the fucking heavy guns everywhere, all of it. The one in three people in this country who are killed by a stranger were killed by a cop. One in three murders that is is stranger murder, it was a police officer that did it. We allow for all of that. In theory... So we can save our kids. We can fucking say we we should at least when shit really goes down. Right. They've got all the weaponry, all the training, everything. 
And in the most important moment, yeah. we saw, now to their credit, at the m- more recent school shooting, they did, well, they they did, did a, great, a job. Great, job. great job. A great job. But it's it's not as if we're batting a thousand on no, that. No, you're right. And so I don't know. So that's, yeah. So this started. So now, the, by the way, Texas, after this podcast, Texas Rangers probably going to reopen that. <laughs> no shit. Oh, now man. they're looking for dirt. Yeah. You know, one thing, I don't know, we, we'll wrap this up. But that whole story with Adrian Peterson, TMZ did release the pictures, right? I mean, did you did did you get paid by these people no, for any of that? I never I mean, got once you paid let that for once you let that story out, okay. no, I never got paid for anything. I I because uh, I was looking at Wikipedia as you're telling the story, and you see you know TMZ released these photos, and I'm thinking, no. yeah, what well, what do you've gotten paid? By but, the way, the chat is saying they think I'm on coke. <laughs> I I didn't take my ADHD meds, guys. I am telling you, those. 90 minutes you see me on TV, the hardest thing for me yeah. is the sitting still. Yeah. I Every other part of my day, I am pacing or moving. I'm right now in like a catcher stance in this chair, which is how I've always done right. radio. That was – so, no, this is just uh, – this is just this how is I am. Him. Also, we did do coke before we came. No, out. don't yeah. say that. <laughs> don't say that. Well, I mean, it wasn't a lot. That is not true. Well, not a lot for us. That, I mean, maybe, probably, for, maybe you guys enough to kill a small pony. Enough to get us started. I brought Joe's Kansas City barbecue, and you yeah. told us beforehand. So I was like, "What could I bring?" Yeah. He's like, bringing blow, bro. I'll bring some a bunch of blow. All right. Well, thank All you. Right. Thank hey, you, Nick. We appreciate it. Love you guys. Love you too. Good to see you. You sure about that? I don't know. Are you they still listen listening? to all of this? I think, yeah, you're still listening. See? I told you people listen all the way to the end. I lost a lot of people. No, no, no. They're here. And you know why they're here? Because we've got a great deal for them, Laszlo. Yep. MyTrick-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. You want to get high? Do it that way. <laughs> and uh, What? I mean, how much you really? Get... Well, you want to get high, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get high. It's feel good. It's legal. You can buy it on the internet, and it tastes good. Get the Go Pack. Mitra-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. Yep, just got a text. Why wouldn't you want to get high? Just got a text from a friend today. He's like, I'm running out of GoPacks. I got to get more. Actually, that happened to me. Really? A buddy of mine who never did it before. He's like, I just ordered the GoPacks. You got a few to get me through. That's Dude, I got a text today. Do we have any GoPacks here? They're sending more right now. So we we went through them. We got to start getting more of them ourselves. Mitra-9, it's M-I-T-R-A-9.com. And then just enter the promo code problematic. You can get the Go Packs. You can get the seltzers. I've got a fridge full of seltzers too. I do like those. I can use a couple of those. Just go buy it. It helps us. And we yeah, like please. these guys. Thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 